podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And then you can find the podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. And today is episode 40. So our podcast is finally about to hit its midlife crisis, right? <laughs> Just kidding. But today, our topic is the thing you want most versus the thing that you almost want most. And where this comes from, there is a quote on How I Met Your Mother that's one of my favorites. And up until today, I actually didn't realize that this probably wasn't a, a, a real German word. So if it is, cool. If not, cool. But there's a particular scene when um, Ted is asking another guy that didn't, that ended up not marrying a girl that Ted was interested in at a time. Like, why, you know, he, he's like, hey, Victoria was, Victoria was great. Why didn't you marry her? And he goes into this really long, this really long speech, but the gist of it is this. He said, there is a word in German, Lebenslager schick schatz. And the closest translation would be, lifelong treasure of destiny. And Victoria is wunderbar, but she, which means wonderful, but she is not my Lebenslager schick schatz. She is my Bena Heidelagenstein. It means the thing that is almost the thing that you want, but it's not quite. And then he goes on to say the Leben, the really long word, is not something that develops over time. It is something that happens instantaneously. It courses through you like the water of a river after a storm, filling you and emptying you all at once. You fill it throughout your hands, or you fill it throughout your body, in your hands, in your heart, in your stomach, in your skin. Have you ever felt this way about someone? If you have to think about it, you have not felt it. Everyone does eventually. You just never know when or where. So this is honestly probably one of my favorite quotes from TV. And the point I really want to make today is each of us, there, there are a small, less than handful of girls that I have ever connected with, and, and some more than others, at even close to this level. And there is, there's something about it that you just connect on such a deep level that it's almost like, now, you guys have to understand that I definitely fall in the category of hopeless romantic. I, I've always felt that when I, meet the, when I meet the girl of my dreams, the girl for me, that there would just be that connection and there would be that feeling. And any girl that like, I really connected with at that level, there was. There was that feeling that there was just something different. I'm not saying that in that moment I knew... Or it felt that that was going to be a great choice for me. But I can tell you there was something different. Well, 
I love this part in here about basically just waiting for what it is that we want. I think a lot of times, as we talked about last week in the podcast, many of us just get impatient. I had a really special experience one time when I was going through, I was going through a, a rough time and I was basically asking God, like, hey, can you hurry this up? <laughs> can, can, can you hurry this up and, you know, connect me with the girl of my dreams faster, please? And it was interesting because I was led to a few different scriptures that were all in, there were a couple of different scriptures in a row and they all just said, be patient, be patient, be patient. And it's like, no, that is not what I wanted. I do not want to be patient anymore. I've been patient. I've been patient. I've been patient. When is it my turn? Well, no, please understand also, I just want to clarify, like, I don't mean that there's only one person out there for you. I don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but... You know, I have heard in certain circumstances, maybe in small cases, there might be. But for the, let's just call it the majority, there's probably not. But there are certain people that you connect with at a different level that resemble the one. And I think there's really something here about what I'm talking about, about impatience. You know, it's interesting how long some people date. Now, sometimes it's hard for those people to just kind of come to terms with, hey, like, this feels really good and I'm really scared. And other times, I think plenty of, there's plenty of experiences where people are just holding on to a relationship to holding on to a, so they could hold on to a relationship. Like, and like it says here, the thing that is almost the thing that you want, but not quite. If you have a choice between having the absolute thing that you want, or something that's almost what you want, but not, what do you choose? Like, how do we know, guys? How do we know which of these it is? I think there's something that starts out is that, you know, that little feeling inside that they're like, hey, there's something here. There's really something here. And I know some of you I'm just picturing or saying like, okay, Joseph, so what if I let go of this bus or what if I let go of this okay relationship? What would happen? The example that comes to my mind is it's really like a bus stop. That all the time, new people are coming in and out of our lives. Now, I'm, I'm only saying this if this isn't the relationship for you and you're kind of holding on to it. Like, there's sometimes relationships are just challenging and, and hard. To really know these things, I think it's almost like it's 
The picture that's coming to my mind is that of a mine. And it's like you see gold. You know, you're, you're, in the, you're in the cave or, I don't know, maybe you're even just stumbling around and all of a sudden you see gold. Well, most people, if they saw a, a speck of gold, would probably take a chisel and hammer a little bit into that gold and see what else is there. So, and when we hammer more and more into a relationship, I gotta chisel it out and see what's there. You either realize, oh, well, there's just a little speck of gold there, or you you realize you've hit like I, I don't know any of the name of the big the big gold caves in the world. But you've hit the mother load. And you just keep digging down and keep digging down and realize this gold is more amazing and more amazing and more amazing and more amazing. But at least the way I see it, unless there's a speck at the top of the vein of gold, you don't often see it. There's got to be something that gets your attention. There's got to be something that clicks for you as a person. And. Sometimes on these podcasts, I probably do a great example of what I'm talking about of not doing. Sometimes I sit here and if the right thing doesn't come to, come to say in like a second, I instantly jump into something I've already known, which some of it can be helpful. But the vein of gold idea that came from sitting here for a few extra seconds, not learning so much about how big a gap or how big a space was going to be in the podcast. And just letting it be as it is. What if each of you were willing to let yourself be seen for who you are? Not who you pretend to be, but truly for who you are. What if you were willing to let the things go, go in your life that are not for you so that much better things can take their place? I can tell you one thing for sure. Well, maybe not entirely for sure, but oftentimes, if you're in a relationship, even if it's a mediocre relationship and other people know you're in a relationship, most of them will respect that. And even if the person of your dreams wants to ask you out and you're sitting in a mediocre relationship because you're afraid to let go, most often they're not going to ask you out. Which I mean, I think that's pretty cool of them to, you know, yeah, like, unless if somebody were to go after somebody in a relationship, like, I don't know, you you have to feel probably a certain way. I'm sure people, I've heard of people have done it. They've gone after someone in a relationship and, and it's worked out. I don't mean married guys, please understand that. I just mean like boyfriend, girlfriend type deal. I'm not going to talk about the other stuff on here. But seriously, if you're in a relationship and it's mediocre 
and the man of the man or well the person of your dreams wants to ask you out they often won't before you can get into a new relationship you have to get out of your old relationship i mean that's just kind of common sense right but sometimes we're so scared of letting go especially as we get older sometimes we we make up this deal of time in our head you know what the most important thing to do is just to be quiet. To sit down and listen to the inner voice. Listen to your higher power. And I can't tell you how often I really turn to Heavenly Father to know what to say or just what, when I'm working on something. There is a greater power out there that we can always use for help. I love something Sidney Banks said. He said, the, the mind and the brain have to have a power that operates them. So there is something out there bigger than all of us, and you can call it whatever you want. When you sit in a space of quiet and ask real, honest questions, oftentimes you get answers. And those might be the right answers, or they might be stepping stones to lead you to the right answer. What is it that you really want most? Do you want a relationship? Or do you want an incredible relationship? Yes, there's a quote that says any man and woman can't, any righteous man and woman can make it work. But guys, do you really just want to make it work? Do you really just want to make your relationship work? I don't know about you, I don't. I want to have the most amazing, incredible, awesome relationship. Guys, I realize there's going to be challenges. I get it. But I think two people should be so crazy about each other before they get married that they can hardly keep each their hands off of each other. And, and this is coming to my mind, so if it's for you, then take it. But in my experience, Heavenly Father has never come to me and said, Hey, Joseph, that's the girl for you. Until... I had gotten to a point myself that I'm like, yeah, this, this person might be a pretty awesome choice. And after I'd made the decision for myself, you know, then I had some really neat experiences that, you know, basically, almost like, you know, you take, you take a girl home to meet your dad or your parents and he gives you like this resounding, like, absolutely, yes. Like, if you could pull this off, this would be amazing. Each of us will get that. Well, and I can't promise you that because everybody listens differently to the inner voice. But at least for me, that's been my experience and that's all I can speak from. So, backing up a little bit, like, thinking about do you, if you're in a relationship and you just happen to come across this, are you in a relationship with the person that you feel that spark? 
that you feel that like, wow, there's, there's really something here. I want to keep digging. I want to keep digging into the, into the mine and see what else is here. Or have you been scratching so long at the, at the stone, not even seeing a glimpse of gold? But you're like, well, I've been digging for a really long time, so I'm going to keep digging. You know, if you happen to dig to the center of the earth and you're, you don't happen to be in a gold mine, there's a good chance you're not finding any gold. <laughs> and sometimes that's the hardest decision to make. I mean, years ago when I was engaged, like, it was, it was that. I mean, even from the time and in the time I first kissed her, there was just nothing. And she happened to be the first girl I kissed. Like, and so it wasn't until, you know, the next girl I kissed, I was like, whoa, this is amazing. But guys, if there's no sparks, it might be an okay thing. But it's not your, it's not your lifelong treasure of destiny. It's not the thing that you want most. There's a song I recently heard by the artist Pink, and it is amazing. Like, I, I just love this song, and it's called All I Know So Far. And I feel like I need to read it, so whoever this is for, take it. Haven't always been this way. I wasn't born a renegade. I felt alone, still feel afraid. I stumble through it anyways. I wish someone would have told me that this life is ours to choose. No one's handing you the keys or a book with all the rules. The little that I know I'll tell to you. When they dress you up in lies and you're left naked with the truth. You throw your head back and spit in the wind. Let the walls crack because it lets the light in. I love that line there. I wish someone would have told me that this life is ours to choose. Now, people try to hand us books with all their rules. But what if we didn't listen to them? What if we listened to ourselves? What if we trusted our inner voice? A story comes to my mind of a friend of mine that he actually was willing to share with me. This was years ago that he shared this with me. They've been married for quite a long time. But he happened to share with me that he wished that he would have dated a lot of other people. That he, that he really wasn't totally 100% like, you know, ready to marry his wife and he wasn't feeling it. Now, I really respect this friend because, you know, he's, he's made that choice and they've, and they've made it work and they have, I mean, I don't really talk to this friend much, but you know, from what I can see, they have a happy marriage. I'm not saying that you can't do that. I'm just saying that if I have a choice between choosing the thing that I want most, the person that is, I'm going to make is going to make me the happiest and vice versa, the person that I'm going to make the happiest. Because chemistry is a two-way thing. If you don't have chemistry with a person, they might not feel that as well. Maybe the most courageous thing that we can do also when we're dating a person that is not our person is to let them go. You know, I'm thinking of a fishing analogy, which is super strange because I don't fish, but my brother-in-law does, and I've been spending a lot of time around, around him and their family. So, 
you know, there's a catch and release thing. Well, catch and release is super helpful because you're not going to eat the fish when they're under a weight. Now, the same thing in relationships. Guys, if it's not working, it's okay to get out. And it's okay to just, even after a date or a few dates, if, it's, if, not, if you're not feeling it, I'm not saying there's not jitters. Like, I remember a particular date I went on with a girl, and I, you know, some of these stories you guys might hear plenty if, if you guys are, have listened since the beginning. But, you know, we had a wonderful time together on our first date. But I mean, I was, you know, at the time, I, I didn't know much about relationships or anything else. And we went on our second or third date, and it was kind of meh. And I don't think we ever really went out again. That's not what I'm talking about. There's going to be jitters. It's almost like if you're playing in a game of sports, I mean, especially like a high-level game like the Olympics, it'd be uncommon for most people not to feel a little bit of jitters. That doesn't, that doesn't mean it's not right. But when you spend time with them, Time after time after time with somebody you're trying to make it work and it just, you're not feeling it. It might be time to throw in the towel. Because maybe your other person is out there waiting for you. I truly do believe this. I believe that God is the ultimate matchmaker. I absolutely believe that. The times that I've connected with certain girls in my life that have mostly resembled the one, it has been, Heavenly Father has guided me and directed me to those people, especially when I was not looking. I do believe that. But if you're tied up in another mediocre relationship or even half dating another person, it's kind of mediocre, it's going to be hard. So let me ask you, if you're dating somebody, have you seen that speck of gold? And you're like, oh my goodness, Joseph, you would not believe how much fun we're having. This is such an awesome relationship. I want to keep going and see where it goes. Or would you tell me, uh, well, er, uh, well, my parents want me to get married soon and my, my, my friends are on my back and my friends are all married, so... If you ever begin a conversation when somebody asks you about like your relationship with, well, you know, everybody else was getting married and everybody's doing all this stuff. So, I mean, we're dating, but then it's not the right thing for you guys. No, there's, there have been girls that have come into my life that um, are, are super, super awesome and attractive in quite a few ways. But there were other things that didn't click. You know, either the spirituality wasn't there or other things weren't there and it wasn't there. Now, believe me, especially with uh, some of the, the super attractive one, or one in, one in particular I'm thinking about, oh, absolutely, I wanted to make it work. It was almost like the, uh, the inner voice is like, Joseph, like, you, you know this isn't going to work, right? Like, you know this is a bad idea. And, and I'm just putting along like, hey, no, no, I got to make, I got to, I got to see this out. I mean, we never even like, 
you know, we, we, me and this individual, we never even went on a date because I just couldn't, I couldn't even ask her on a date. Because I just knew it wasn't there. Now you guys might be sitting there like, hey, well, you said to ask I'm on a date if you're interested. Hey, I said interested. If if the click's not there in every way, it doesn't matter how attractive they are, it doesn't matter whatever they are. You marry the entire package, guys. Your lifelong treasure of destiny is the entire package. And I truly believe that when you marry somebody and when you date somebody, you should never want to change anything about them. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I have tried. I'm just, I, I'm just telling you what, what I know now and st what I know so far. They don't like that. If they want to change their own stuff, they can change their own stuff. But thinking that you're going to change somebody after you're in a relationship with them is pretty similar to ramming your head against a wall repeatedly, expecting a different result. It just doesn't work. So what does work? When you meet somebody that you see that speck of gold in, and they also see it in you. Love them like crazy. Treat them, treat them amazingly. Treat each other like you would want somebody to, to treat you. Or better yet, like they want themselves to be treated. And you can create a relationship that is legendary. I really do believe that. There, there are people out there, no matter what age, that have an incredible relationship. They're so happy. They're so excited. They're so loving. They're so kind. And they have so much fun together. I remember one, one uh, lady that I met at a, at a business convention. This was quite a few years ago. But her and her husband have this thing where they plan each other's, they plan secret vacations. So all the other person knows is what they get to pack. And they plan spontaneous vacations just like that. How fun is that? I don't know about you guys. I want my relationship to be playful and fun and exciting and, and crazy and all those wonderful things. Well, so there's a good chance that if I want those things, Rumi has a quote that says, what you're looking for is looking for you. What you're looking for really is looking for you. I believe a relationship, if you put your hands together, it's almost like all the fingers pretty much line up, except you have opposing thumbs. That's it. And you click and you connect together. I mean, the real point of this message today is because so many people settle for a relationship that they don't really want because they're afraid that they'll get nothing. That's not how it works. Now, are you going to get everything you want in your person? No, absolutely not. You are not going to get everything that you want. But you're going to get a lot closer than if you don't focus on some of those things. Meaning like, if you take the time to figure out a little bit more what you want, and you also take the time to get to know somebody and 
get to know them on all sides. You're going to get a lot closer to what you want than what you don't want. You know, I've mentioned this before, but one thing I do each morning or sometime during the day, if I forget in the morning, I have a statement that I read. And one of those statements is about my future wife. And it says, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm married to this, you know, extraordinary woman. And then, and then there lists some very specific things in there about her. And what's coming to my mind now is how very few people know what they actually want in their lives. Very few people have taken the time to sit down and just sit down and quiet and honestly ponder, like, what's important to you? And I think sometimes we don't want what we want because we don't think we can have it. Guys, you can have anything in this life that you want. You can have anything in this life that you want. So what is it you want? What is it that you want in a relationship? What is important to you? I mean, especially if you've already been married, you probably have a lot better idea of what's important to you than many other people do. You know what you want. You know what you don't want. And you can have it. Now, at the same time, you have to understand, if you're looking for the cream of the crop, it might take a little bit longer. Now, maybe you got to adjust things in your life. Maybe that person has to adjust things in their life. I don't know. But if you're not willing to settle for the first thing that, com- that the, uh, the cat brings to the door, it might take a little bit longer. But that's okay. Because regardless, you're going to be led and guided to the person that is best for you. If you are listening, if you don't listen to a GPS when it tells you to go right, you're not going to get to your destination. If you don't give yourself space to listen to this inner voice that is always guiding and directing you. What if you truly believe that you could have the person of your dreams? Notice how I said your dreams. No one else's, but your dreams. You know, in the show, How I Met Your Mother, Ted, so it takes him, you know, to the very last season, which is like nine seasons, I think it was, to to meet the mother because you know, that was the name of the show. Well, he had such emotional resilience, but there were plenty of times that he, he would just he would get frustrated, he would get upset, he would, you know, his friends were married, and at and at one another time, both sets of his friends were married, and he'd be like, "Come on, guys, why isn't it my turn? When's it gonna be my turn?" That's when we usually make really poor decisions. That's when we usually get into relationships that we don't belong in, that don't even feel close to right. So here's what I want to invite you to do. I want to invite you, if you have not done this already, to just take a moment and think and write down five to ten things that you really, really want in your future spouse. And then I want you to take those, well, first of all, pause the recording and do that. So I don't just have to leave a really long pause in here.
Now that you've done that, I want you to take that and I want you to put it into a story. I want you to write your story about your future spouse. A year from today, or however long you want to take to find your person, I think most people listening to this probably, if they could find their, if they could be married to their person in a year, they would do this. So true story, I worked with a successful musician and, you know, we sat down and we focused on, she didn't feel that she could have the man of her dreams. She really didn't. We just sat down and played impossibility, guys. We just sat down and we played around. We played around. We're like, okay, I, I know you can't have what you want, but if you could, what would he be like? And she began to create this man. You know, almost like a little kid getting out Play-Doh. And she was really excited about it too. And so she created this man, per se, out of, uh, you know, out, out of, out of word Play-Doh. And guess what? Two months later, she met him. We started, literally, like two months after we started working together, she met the man of her dreams. And about a year later, she married him. And now they're, you know, super happy and have a kid and... Like all this, you know, all this cool stuff. But guys, she just played. She played impossibility. We get so serious. And if you can't tell, I'm actually laughing at myself because someone's even doing this podcast. I'm like, okay, what's the next thing to say? What's the next thing to say? What's the next thing to say? And then I just realize it's all going to come through, but it comes through, especially when I'm in that state of play. So coming back to this story that I want you to write, I want you to imagine that a year from today, you met the person of your dreams. I'm sorry, that you're marrying the person of your dreams. Which, yeah, it gives you about, I don't know, for depending on how long people date and all that other stuff, gives you a few months to find them. Like, write the story. You know, for a long time, I had, I had part of my story say, oh, me and my wife are lying on the beaches of Bora Bora. We're doing this, we're doing this. You know, she's like, we're playful, we're fun. Like, you know, some things like that. But I want you to write your story about hanging out, whatever you guys are doing in your relationship. Imagine you have the relationship. Imagine you're married. What would you do? What would you enjoy? What would you experience? And then I would invite you to read that every day. But guys, I know some of this stuff seems super, super, super simple. These are the things that have changed my life. And these are the things that change my clients' lives. My clients do these things. So when I invite my clients to do this, and they actually do it, and especially when they read it every day, really until it becomes a part of them. Now, why is that so important? Because so many of us have been living a life well below our standards for so many years that we don't even know. We don't even know what that life would be like. That's why I say we got to play in the land of possibility. Because we, don't, we haven't experienced some of those things for so long. You know, it's interesting. I made my new document, per se, my uh, visualization, or what, I don't even know what to call this, but... My, my visualization, my life story, my year story. Now I'm just playing around as I'm talking to you guys. But, and I made the new one about three months ago. 
Do you know what's really cool? Things on that have begun to take shape. It is just, I mean, it is just super, super cool. I love a line. There's a song by Angels and Airwaves, and it's called Rite of Spring. Now, Tom DeLonge, one of the, he's the singer for Angels and Airwaves and one of their guitarists, and you know, they've got some beautiful music. One of my favorite songs of theirs is called Heaven, but there's another called Rite of Spring, and in there, you know, Tom DeLonge talks about growing up in a, a crappy house with a crappy guitar with, you know, you know, all the, all the sports that he didn't play and everything else that he didn't do in his life. But then he says, every day I tell myself a little harmless lie. The whole wide world is mine. What if you told yourself every single day that the whole wide world was yours? Eventually, you'd begin to believe it. And you don't even have to believe me with some of this stuff. You just have to do it. (laughs) I have a client that didn't believe hardly any of the things we talked about, but then they just, but they just kept doing them and their life changed. (laughs) Guys, you don't actually have to entirely believe all this. You just have to do it. It doesn't matter whether I plug, if I plug something into the electricity, it doesn't matter how much I believe in electricity for it to work. It doesn't matter at all. It's as long as, as long as the electric bill is paid in whatever house I'm in, then it's going to work. And as long as there's not a power short, you guys get the idea. Sometimes I, sometimes I get way too specific. So bear with me on that. But guys, the whole wide world is yours. In relationships, you can have the exact relationship that you want. You just have to be willing to write it down. And then when that person comes across your path, that you're like, holy smokes, who is this? Then you got to ask them out. Or get their number or something. If, I mean, if someone crosses your path, you're like, oh my goodness. That's my, that, that, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Joseph said, like, I'd make my person and like, that's, that resembles the person I'd love to talk to. And you might talk to him and might hit it off and might have a wonderful experience. And you also might talk to him and might get blown off. Every single person's been rejected. It's not a thing. It's a simple, you made a request and they said no. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes in like halfway through these podcasts is when I kind of hit my stride. Probably because that's the point that I'm like, oh crap, I, I ran out of all the good stuff to say. <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> And the reason I laugh is because that is when God is really able to, through this, through the spirit, through this inner voice, whatever you want to call it, that's when he's able to tell me what he really wants me to say. And guys, it's this, like the whole wide world is yours. Stop settling for the thing that you almost want most. Go get the thing that you want most. Because at the end of this life, as, as the song from Pink says, like, this, you're going to realize this life was yours to choose all along. If I choose to sit around playing video games or whatever else, unless I'm a professional video gamer, then I'm not going to be growing the, the, the work that I'm doing. Now, if I sit down at the mic and just kind of let stuff flow through and then put it out in the world and do everything I can to put it out in the world, then it's going to grow. What about you?
Now think about it for yourself. What is it that you really want? And if you want extra credit, if you want like serious extra credit and a serious extra life per se, don't just do that story thing with your, your love life. Do it with every area of your life that you want to improve. Guys, I'm telling you, this works. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can only say it so many ways. When you show up and listen to this inner voice and do and what you want to do and take the actions that you're inspired to take, your life becomes something magical that you can't even begin to imagine. You begin to see this, this guiding hand, this unknown force. That for me, I, I call it Heavenly Father. I call it God. One of the statements that I say in another, an, another like almost creed that I read each day is I believe in a benevolent God. I believe in a benevolent Heavenly Father that is, you know, that is using everything in my life to bless me. And guess what, guys? It's happening. Why do I do this podcast? To be honest, because Heavenly Father told me to. <laughs> I'm serious, like over, over a year ago, I was told very strongly to do this podcast, to put these messages out into the world, to help people, to help you understand. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much anything you have. The education that you need to get to the next phase of your life is always there. YouTube is full of stuff. Podcasts are full of well, amazing things. The assignments that, I hate the word assignments, but the assignments that I've given you guys in this podcast today will change your life. If you read them every day, try it. Try it. For, for the next, I mean, you can do it as long as you want, but I'd say at least for the next month or three months, start. Do what I ask, or I don't like the word ask. Do what I invited you to do. Take, take those and do them. You know, and, and if you happen to have other friends that are struggling, you can all, it, it is so much easier to tell people, hey, you know what? You should check out this podcast. There's this guy, he talks about being happy and single. I think you'd love it. That's a lot easier than, hey, you know what? I know you got some stuff going on in your life and you should go talk to a life coach. <laughs> so definitely share, share with people, guys. And, and then if you can, go on to whatever podcast you're, that you listen to and go ahead and leave a review. Those are all super helpful to get this message out there. And if you're willing to, you're more than welcome to follow me on Instagram, like at the It's Possible Guy, on Facebook. My extension is Joseph Anderson 21. You're more than welcome to follow me. And if you guys can share the, when, when I post these podcasts, you could very well change your friends' lives. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is 
Each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.